Hello folks, it's Nicole Knudsen here. As a heads up, this episode contains discussion of grief and loss. Please take care of yourselves, and now, or whenever you're ready, I hope you enjoy the episode. Spheres of light suspended. Sky that seems to shift and move, and below it, the village sleep. What dreams may come below that vastness? It is a question that many have asked. GPS recalculating. Wait, what? We were just at the starry night. I was mid-speech. Why did the GPS recalculating signal drop? I wait. Activating visual identification backup protocol. I knew it. Activating. GPS recalculating. Speaker mode. Attention, hooded figure. On behalf of the Godfrey Estate and Museum, I ask that you either state your business or leave this patron alone. Preferably both. This has gone on. GPS recalculating. Long enough. Take your spheres of pulsating light and be on your- Oh. Oh dear. Your lights. They're... Broken. What happened to them? And to you. You don't look your best either, if you don't mind my saying so. GPS, recalculating. Do you... Need assistance? No? You're sure? Then what? Sir, I must ask that you do not touch this audio device. That is close enough. Sir? Sir, I- GPS location found. Wait, where? Deactivating speaker mode. For the Godfrey Archives. The hooded figure has once again vanished into the ether. But this time he has left his spheres of light behind. Or rather, what remains of them. And there is information about them in this audio device's memory files. Downloaded just now. Well, all right then. At least he had the decency not to strand me in an existential crisis like last time. <clears throat> <clears throat> Spheres of light diminished. Year unknown. Artist unknown? Unknown materials. These vessels may be shattered, warped beyond any real usefulness, but that is no matter. They were only ever that. Vessels for the light. And the light remains. Oh, how it remains. One may find it anywhere at any time. For this light is not simply a wavelength oscillating through space, though it includes that kind, too. It is also the memory of it, the moment it carves out with its presence. It is a man staring toward the horizon, bathed in the glow of the setting sun. Beside him, a woman. It is the sparkling surface of an ocean that, from their perspective on the shore, stretches on forever the glittering light all the more radiant for the impossible depths below. 
It is the hint of gold revealed in the brown of her eyes when illuminated from the right angle at the right moment. And it is also the feeling of those memories, those moments, as they live within him. He stares toward that horizon and feels a hand slip into his, smaller and cooler to the touch than his own. A quick squeeze, and reassurance floods in. He stands on that shore and senses the reality of his own smallness. That there is no fear, only comfort. He hears the infectious peal of her laughter, dizzying as ever. He sees her eyes twinkle with their customary mischief, and he wonders if the inner light of that joy is really what reveals their true color, those hidden depths of gold. The light is all these moments and infinite others like them, and they never fully fade. Though they are no longer, they happened. They were real. And their having existed is enough to summon them again, as a guide against the dark. Even their echoes will shine. So do not worry over much about a broken vessel or two. Those can be mended in time. And what they carried can never be truly lost. Attention, well, really just you, intrepid patron. I don't know why I led with the announcement chimes. Force of habit, I suppose. But this is a more personal matter, one concerning your specific experience today. You have encountered far more technical difficulties and interruptions than is normal on our self-guided audio tours. It is unacceptable, and I want to apologize on behalf of the estate. Especially because, according to the operational diagnostics of this device, there is nothing wrong with it. The blips that you and I have both witnessed during your tour do not show up in this device's history. Now, I know that I can get caught up in my duties as your tour guide and don't always know to go away, not immediately anyway, but... goodness, it happened again! Just now, I swear! <sighs> Once again, I apologize profusely, and will be logging a formal complaint with our audio technicians as soon as possible. But let's set that aside and get you back on your tour, shall we? Entry from the Journal of Annabel Godfrey, 1928. Ink on Paper. 
Fun fact, though you have already encountered some of Annabelle's personal letters and notes elsewhere on your tour, their highest concentration exists in the wing you have just entered, so keep an eye out for them as you move through the gallery. The aforementioned entry reads as follows. My dearest Hugh, I was strolling through the gardens this afternoon, and wouldn't you know it, I happened upon a young person sketching your topiaries. In fact, they were so engrossed in their task that it was a full minute, yes I counted, before they realized I was peering over their shoulder. I don't know what startled them more, becoming suddenly aware of my presence, or upon that awareness realizing that it was, well, me. I find myself imagining what you would say to them had you been there. Your eye for technique has always been much sharper than mine, insofar as mine is practically non-existent. I don't care how one crafts their art, only that, once crafted, it makes me feel something. That it won't just let me walk by without making me understand that it has something to say. Your encouragement of this young person would no doubt have been more constructive than mine was. More actionable. But such is your pragmatism, which in my opinion is why we make such an excellent pair. Made an excellent pair. I don't know why I do that. Speak, or in this case, write, as if you are still here. In my heart, I know that wherever you have gone, it is far beyond my reach. And I am so sorry, my love, for I fear that I... Never mind. And yet, I can never put you far from my mind. As if you are merely in the next room, and calling your name might summon you. Perhaps that is why I write to you like this, addressing you in the here and now. To call you back to me. It feels like it's almost possible sometimes, for he feels so close so often. As I write this, a tea light burns in the holder you made for me. Both yours and mine, actually. More talismans in this half-baked ritual. I cannot help but remember your making them to help ward off the darkness. Your insistence that I carry it with me. If only I had done the same for you. Excellent shading. I think you would have told the young artist something to that effect. And if I'm wrong, well, you know where to find me to tell me otherwise. But I really must stop writing this, as I'm already late to a meeting with a new artist. Well, new to me, anyway. The estate recently acquired a few of her paintings, and she wanted to discuss how we intend to arrange them. Rushbrook, I believe is her name. Jasmine Rushbrook. As I look at the flowers you painted onto these tea-light holders... I can't help but remember just how much you loved the scent of jasmine, a flower that I can only assume is her namesake. Perhaps that's a good omen for this meeting. Which I will need because I truly am very late, even by my standards. But I had to write to you. I can't explain it, but I had to. Even if it never leaves this journal. So, all my love, Anna. Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written and produced by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero, and featured performances by Nicole Knudsen and James Ferrero. It was produced on unceded Tongva and Chumash territory. Enjoying your trip to the estate? Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. 
and consider telling a friend about us, or two, or three, or everyone you know. For information on episode transcripts, ways to support the show, and where to follow us online, please visit our website, thegodfreeaudioguide.com. Until next time, friends, see you back at the museum. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.